世事上你也会。哎哎哎哎哎 ，Do it very different from our recording。已经主动决裂，结果依然危险。Opera Opera version。This is how we usually sound like. The recording is before, before the mixing、yeah. and the auto tuning. Correct. Actually, no, we have to be humble. 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 No, we Okay. <laughs> Another okay. <itch. laughs> Now, so today we're gonna talk about scratching our itches. We're both very itchy people. Well, I, I, my my backside is always itchy. Yes, always itchy backside. Super. Since yes. young, right? Since young, yeah, me too. Always, always have things to scratch. Yes, but when I was young, it was called 三分钟热度 Ah,、uh, I also have that. You have? Ah,、uh, I have 三分钟热度 But then a lot of my things, 三分钟热度will lead to something else. Oh, okay. You know, if I scratch this itch, it, it might lead to something. It might not lead. Yeah, it might lead to something else. It might not last for a very long time, but that will lead me to something oh, 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 else. Oh, okay, okay. Like that. Yes. yes. So today we're going to talk about you know like this sudden ping and download of inspiration, like creative surge of energy or a calling, you know, an excitement. Um, this lure, you know, this sexy lure and invitation to want to do something, you know, that itch、yes. that you feel.、I'm、too familiar with that feeling. Yes. So, um, today is basically we're going to talk about scratching creative itches, and if you know Rebecca and I, you know, actually, actually. Um, the Lighto podcast started was an itch. It was an itch, right? And it was very organic, right? Yes. And we didn't. It, it's not something that you really have to think too hard. It's like you feel the itch. Okay, for example, ah,、uh-huh, mm. on your body you feel this itch. Do you think a lot before you go and scratch it? Do you not? Do you actually think like,、mm, like should I scratch、ah, or not? If I scratch, yeah, maybe no lie. Right, you just go. You just natural reflex, right? I、you、hate it. I hate it when I cannot. Scratch my itch. That's why you need the put children. <laughs> you know, then you can you know or get someone or like just scratch yourself. The small hand, the small hand. Correct. Or scratch yourself against a wall or something. Or like or like uh bears do that. Is it? Yes.、I、yes.、Think. Right, Correct.、Like、sexy dance. Correct.、Yeah. So you see, itches, right? When you itch, you just scratch, right? It's a very natural response、yes. to an itch, right? So when it comes to creative itches. I feel that the natural response is to just fucking do it. All right, yeah. yeah so today, sure. today we're gonna talk about you know,、uh, the kinds of itches that we have scratched. Yes. Okay.、Uh, some of the itches that we have scratched and、uh, had an epic, like epic failure. Oh yeah. Like, didn't really work. And then maybe,、um, oh, of course, we're gonna talk about you know the song that we recorded because that's、ah. a creative itch as well.、Right. Then we're gonna talk about the different kinds of itches. And then we're gonna talk about we're gonna share what are the itches that we're currently scratching.、Mm. Okay. So you know my human design is three, leh. My profile.、Mm-hmm. So it's an experimenter. Correct, explorer, explorer, adventurist. Yes. Alright. So actually, my design is I need to try new things. One. Yes. If not, I will be very uncomfortable. Correct. You、yeah. don't like stagnation. Correct. So I think maybe that's why I've always been like this my whole life. Mm. Mm. So why? Why? What thing? Why?、Ah? Why? Why? Why do we have itches? Why do you think we have itches? Why? Why? Because 
the act of creation, right? It's a very natural thing that is built into the human DNA. But we have this sacral energy, this sacral chakra, and it is about creating and reproducing. It's about producing. So that desire to create something is a kind of like a human gift mm. and a natural thing. And the act of creating actually releases dopamine. It mm. is an enjoyable pursuit and activity. Right, and it is our brain's feel-good neurotransmitter. Mm. When we have an itch, it's just that when it's itchy and then you scratch it, it's very pleasurable, very shock, like wow, very yeah. shock, right? And that is why we often feel euphoria when we are in the zone, right, of creating our zone of genius, and we are in the flow, yes. right? We are experiencing a creative flow, and that is really a very pleasurable experience. So the brain chemistry is already there. That's mm -hmm. why we have itches and then we love scratching them, right? Now, the other thing is, it is a form of self-expression, right? And it gives us a sense of identity, yeah. right? It allows us to understand and express ourselves. And it is a deeply personal journey of self-discovery and showcasing our unique perspective to the world. Mm. That's why we like to have creative pursuits, right? Yes. And then, of course, talking about pursuits, artistic, intellectual pursuits, right? They are very crucial for our well-being. Yep. That's why we need to have these itches to scratch. Yes. Because they're good for our well-being. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's why we itch. Wow. Mm. I don't know what kind of life I would ha have if mm. I couldn't create. You know? Like, it's such an important part of my life. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, when I look at my... I'll be, I'll be feeling very constipated, I guess. Exactly. Right? And very sien. I think for me, it'd be very sien. Like bored. Correct. <laughs> so, for me, when I look at my hours of the day, my waking mm. hours of the day, and then I try and see... What do I spend my waking hours on? Uh. Do I spend it on consuming right. or producing? Right. And I realize that I'm the happiest when I'm creating and producing. Yes. I'm the same also. Mm. You know, when I watch Netflix for too long, I get bored. Ah, I cannot also. Like, huh? No lah, I want to go and do something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. for me, I like to like, for example, doing podcasts like this is very fun, mm. right? Thinking of new classes to teach master classes, mm. you know? And then of course, I also have a voracious appetite for learning. Mm. But then I just don't, I don't just like to learn and full stop. I like, like to, to learn. Output. Yes. And then I like to simplify things. I like to teach them new concepts. I like yeah. to synthesize. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my creative itches like every day. So every day is like going to the playground and like, mm -hmm. right? Like creating mm -hmm. is like going to the playground. It is. You, right? It is. So, what are some of the itches that we have already scratched? Um, I mentioned that the Lighto podcast, right? Yeah. And the way it started was basically, Rebecca and I, we realised that when we chit-chat, we like to chat for hours, and we still do, right? There's so much to talk about, gossip and everything, about life, about everything, about our feelings. About Parmesan. About Parmesan, about food, <laughs> about travel. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of our conversation is about um, kind of, what are the ideas that we can... Hey, why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? Mm, a lot mm. of that, right? Tema Sing Kong, a lot of fantasizing. I think we're similar in a way. Yeah. yeah. So, so because of that, um, many years ago, I was like, hey, why don't we just... I think it'd be so nice if you can uh, record our conversations for posterity so that mm. when we're old and we're in a rocking chair in yeah. an old folks' home, we can hear these recordings, right? And yes. then we can say, oh my God. It kind of documents our growth. Yeah. And then we can like, wow, you know, this is how we thought when we were in our 30s, in our 40s, all of that. And then Rebecca was like, okay, are you free? Let's record uh, in the next hour. So that was a creative itch that... Correct. Okay. I think being a human design profile type 3, mm. I had to say yes, mm. right? Because I was very intrigued, you know, like podcast. I think five years ago, podcasting hasn't, hadn't uh, 
taken off yet. Mm. Oh my god, my grammar. <laughs> <laughs> Podcasting, mm. yeah, hasn't really taken off yet. I may you take off yet. Mm. <laughs> Podcasting wasn't as popular as it is. It wasn't. Now. It wasn't. Yeah. Mm. Um. So I think I was very intrigued by this. Uh, I guess like I I, I love radio, right? Mm. So I was intrigued by. Hey, now we can do this on the internet, mm. right? And there are no barriers, mm. and we can talk about anything we want. Correct. There are no rules. Yes. We're not bound to a radio yes. station. And there's no time limit. We can go on for two hours, yeah, three hours correct. if we want, right? So I really wanted to see what this is all about. Yes. Mm. So if you look at that creative itch, right, that we decided to scratch so randomly, what has it turned into? Right. But of course, n- not every itch turns out to be like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think this itch turned out to be like this because there was a lot of discipline. Mm. Commitment, <laughs> devotion. Commitment. Correct. There was a lot of like, Challenging ourselves, yes, yes, yeah. But a lot of my itches uh, are like end very quickly okay. once I scratch it. Right, you satiate right. it and then you move on. Do you on. have that kind of experience also with your itches? Um, I have perpetual itches. Yeah, I know. Like I have an like, itch that once even I've scratched it. No, oh, even oh, when oh. I satiate it, you, it you comes continue. back. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, it's there still are. there because it is yeah. a real itch that I want to scratch. Right. So later, I'm going to talk about is it a perpetual itch or is it just like a temporary itch like a quick itch oh yes right. it's different right because when it comes to a fleeting itch right it may be an idea for a one-off project that's a, like a fleeting itch right but then a persistent itch is like a song that's stuck in your head you can't get rid of it right and it demands to be realized and can be evolved into a lifelong passion or career so this little podcasting really in a, in a way ushered my my identity of a life coach yes. and as a teacher and allowed it to blossom. But that was the first part that I scratched, yeah. right? And it kind of ushered in. Yeah. And I could really share my teachings, you know, in the podcast episodes. Then we did the Lito Academy. Mm. That was doing GCC. Then now another thing, oh, Lito Academy was an itch I wanted to scratch as well, right? And then after that, now Super Coach Academy. So I think it's, it's almost like, you know, when you were scratching that first itch, you didn't even know what it would lead to, right? Mm-hmm. You just wanted to scratch that mm-hmm. itch. Mm-hmm. And then it led you to one thing after mm-hmm. the other. And I this, guess, is, yeah. this is like the modality in terms of human design for mm-hmm. the manifesting generators or the generators, right? If you, um, your strategy is to respond. So my job is to not figure out how it's going to look like, what it's going to look like. Actually, I don't need a one-year, three-year, five-year roadmap. Mm, my no. compass and my formula is to look at the thing that is right in front of me or all the things that are right in front of me and see which excites me the most. Yeah. So I can have like, I'm constantly, the universe is constantly giving me ideas, constantly giving me ideas in terms of itches, mm. right? So maybe I can have like 10 itches that I want to scratch and then I just have to choose out of the 10 itches, which itch is the one that I want to feel like scratching the most and then I just do it. And then it will, and trust that that, each when you scratch will lead you to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. But that's the pain of being very multi-passionate. Yes. Sometimes you're like, I want to scratch all the itches at the mm. same time. Mm. Right? Yes. I coach a lot of my clients, right? So they always come to me, especially the men gents, right? They'll come to me and say, Dan, I've got so many ideas. I'm multi-talented. I'm multi-passionate. I feel like everything I also want to do at the same time. So how? I so feel very overwhelmed. Them? I always tell them that, um, I always share with them the parking lot analogy, which I find that was very useful for myself. So I always feel that, okay, you can have a parking lot that allows you to have 20 cars parked. Do you drive all 20 cars at the same time? 
even if you own all the cars, mm. can you even possibly drive all 20 cars at the mm. same time? You won't, right? And you must trust that if you choose to drive any car today, you can always choose to drive any other car another day. Mm. Right? So firstly, that speaks to the FOMO part of your brain, right? You don't have to worry that if I choose to do this, then all the other ideas are going to leave me mm. and I will not be able to manifest or ma materialize anything that I really, really want, right? So I tell them that you can do everything, but you cannot do everything at the same time. Mm. And yes. I think there's also a joy in going all in mm. into something, like mm. going deep, mm. right? It's fun. Mm. So just now you were saying, oh, one thing led to another. Like, for example, me, when I scratched my itch of being, uh, of opening a cafe, mm. actually, mm. many, many years later, when I scratched my itch of becoming a photographer, my first big client was somebody that I met at a cafe. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, it kind of linked Mm, they're connected, like, they're correlated. Connected. Correct, correct, correct. Mm. So this itch, right? Um, like being a photographer, right? Is that a perpetual itch for you? It is, right? It is, oh. Yes. I think it's a bit like your life coaching thing, right? Correct. Like the itch that kind of became your calling. Yes. Or rather, you found your calling through scratching this itch. Yes. And then that itch con like continued to kind of create new itches. Mm, yeah. Right? I have so many. Yeah. Photography related itches, which I have not been scratching, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. uh, which is why I'm in this new phase of my life mm. where I'm like, I really want to go all in mm. and I want to scratch all these scratches that are itches that I haven't been scratching. Mm. So, what are they? Do I share now? Yes, <laughs> you can. Since we're already talking about it. Well, I want to make my first photo book, mm. right? Because mm. I always say, like, you know, like if you're a photographer without your own photo book, it's like, your favorite musician. Yeah, you were saying singer, like Akina, Akina without, an, yeah, without an album. Without an album. <laughs> Who is she, right? So do you know what your book is going to be about? Is it too early to share? It's it's something that I've been, you know, I've been shooting over the years, right? Mm. Like every time I go to Japan, mm. I shoot. And from my travels to Japan, a photo series came out. Mm. It's called Alone in the Universe. Yes. There was an exhibition in Temporium. Yes. yes. 10 years ago. Yes. And I missed that. I totally missed that. I didn't even know you yet. Yeah, that, that oh time. yeah, correct. Yeah. So 10 years later, right? Because that itch hasn't been fully scratched yet. Mm. Right? I feel like uh, it's have it hasn't been realized yet. Mm. So I need to continue. I need to basically properly scratch this itch and finish this project. Okay. Yeah. So, so this my itch first photo of book. wanting a photo book already was there 10 years ago, is it? When you did the exhibition? No. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. But in, in the last few years of my life, la, mm. I've been thinking I really need to have a photo book. Mm. And I know how is it going to be like. You can visualize it already. It's in my head. You okay. know, but, and I, but I really need to make it happen in real life. Okay. So, um, why is it called Alone in the Universe? I don't know. <laughs> okay. And why is it that particular series and not something else new? Because I need to finish this. I need to get it out of my system. The, 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 but it, it, the, is it the book or is it the Alone in the Universe? I, I feel like there's a lot of potential with it. And the then, Alone in the Universe. Correct, is it? correct. And there's mm. something that I want to say with it. Mm. Uh, I haven't fully realized it yet in mm. the way that I want to. Like, you know, I, I want to spend time doing it. And after I feel like, oh, okay, really, I've done all the work that I need to do on this, then I can, can move, move on, on to other things. Yeah. To another photo book, another wow. one. Correct. So you will be shooting new shots correct and then also will it contain some of the old shots that you've done it will oh yeah. my god so my dream is to have many photo books you know mm. because I have all these different stories that I want to tell. tell yeah 
Yeah, all these different ideas. Oh my god. So this is a very, 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 very big itch. I want to buy the book already. Because I already seen the photos, the series, right? I think they're gorgeous. Really, very nice. And there's just something about the light in Japan. Mm. And there's just something about your photography. When Rebecca meets Japan, mm. there's a combustion effect. I feel it's just a, the, the the visuals and the photos you take, they're very, very magical. Really? Uh? It has um it has something extra. Okay. It's a magical ingredient somehow. That's why I feel that the book has to be shots taken in Japan. Right. Yeah. I really hope so. Yeah. And I hope that after I create this book, right, like people when they hold it, they can experience or feel a can. bit. You know, I confirm, the emotions that I have. Confirm plus chop can feel. Okay. I think your best photos that I've seen mm. were photos from that time. Oh, really? And from Japan. Japan Pai Chua Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, it, yeah. It is like your your muse. It is. I think Japan it is. is like your muse. Like I think maybe it was a, it's a past life connection or something. I yeah, don't know. I think yeah, I I think in the past somehow I might yeah. have been a geisha or something <laughs> there also. Like I have this affinity towards Japan. You also, right? Yes. So many of us. Mm. Yeah, so I really want to do this thing. Mm. Uh, get it out of my head. Mm. I think that's the thing with itches, right? Okay. Like, it's just all in your head. Do you think head. it's going to be a 2024 thing? Yeah. Okay. It's something that I am going all into. So, so what do you need in order for this itch to manifest? Like, what's missing? Nothing is missing. It's already happening. Yes. Okay. It's already in motion, you know. I'm mm. just going to... Yeah. So... That's a really big one la, and, okay. and I can't wait to do it. Okay, okay. Yeah, of course there are a lot of other itches. Any itch uh, of yours that you have me, uh, scratched or want to scratch? I, you know, I'm constantly like, a lot of people, y'all look at me, right? They'll be like, damn, oh my God, you're all over the place. You know, you're doing so many things. You know, when are you going to stop? What's next? Oh my God, you just did this thing and then another thing. You know, what's, what? I'm like that. Law. Basically, I have a lot of itches, right? So, I think this year, um... The the itch that the very big itch that was kind of frothing for a very long time and almost that like people were begging me to scratch that it that itch, but I didn't really feel ready, was Super Coach Academy. Which is to do a certification and training program for life coaching. And I think it's it's more of a case of people saying that you should do that. But I didn't really feel the itch because I didn't feel ready. Right? It, it almost feel like if I'm gonna scratch it, it's gonna hurt. Mm. Because it doesn't feel itchy. And why am I going to scratch it, right? Because I felt like I needed to earn my stripes before I could teach people and certify people. But then, I think I've shared this story before. But those who don't know, I, I'm going to tell you how that itch occurred. Right. Right. So it was sometime uh, late last year. I was sleeping on my couch. Okay. And I like to fall asleep and drift into uh, deep sleep on my couch because I'll be watching like Netflix or whatever or sometimes playing my PS, you know, then I fall asleep, right? So I fell asleep that night and then at 5 a.m. sharp, really, when I look at the time when I woke up, it was exactly 5 a.m. and I woke up with this search of like, oh my God, I'm going to, I'm ready to do the certification program. Literally, that was like, oh my God, right? And it was a realization but also I feel that the universe was telling me something. Yeah. Right, and I had this very overwhelming emotion of excitement and readiness. Mm. Right, and I feel like so full. I felt like my cheeks and my brows and my forehead was just filled with things that wanted to come out of me. And I got so excited, and I'm like this um, very strong sense of I know what I'm going to do next. I'm ready. Yes. Okay, without knowing how it's going to look like, 
all that surge of excitement, I remember I had to channel it somewhere at 5 or 5 a.m. when I woke up, right? So I remembered I the first two people I messaged were Kenji Hello. and Tim. Mm. And I messaged them and I said, oh my god, oh my god, I just have this moment that I have only experienced before uh, maybe three times in my life. And each of the previous times when I had this eureka moment were things that I did that turned out to be highly successful. And I, I said, it's the exact same feeling again, right? So I got so excited, I messaged them. Then I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, right? So I brought that bus, I went to my computer, I switched it on. Yeah. And then I... I had so much information in my brain, in my body, that I felt like I need to do a brain dump. I really needed to dump everything that was coming through to me onto my notion. So like, I just type, 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 right? So I typed non-stop for four hours from five o'clock to nine o'clock. Oh my God. Yeah, non-stop, you know, literally. And then in that four hours, I even came up with the name, mm. Supercoach Academy. It just came to me. And then I checked the domain name. It was available. I bought it. And I even did the logo. Okay. And then I decided that, okay, what's the logo going to be, right? Then I was like in the flow, the creative flow, right? And I was like, the logo is just going to be an electric boat because that's how I felt at 5 a.m., mm. right? So it's electric boat, right? So I just designed the logo based on electric boat. Then later, I realized, oh my God, the electric boat is actually the, the letter S. Oh. It's like Super Coach Academy. And I'm like, yeah, what true. a great logo. And right. then everything just clicked together. I chose the color palette, right. did everything mapped out the outline for the 12 weeks and I, I knew it was going to be exactly 12 weeks. And I knew exactly what to teach and what to leave out and not to teach. Okay. And it was so clear, right? In the past, when I kind of decided that if I were to do a course like this, what do I want to teach? It just went on and on and on and on and on. You know, when I was in my early stages of ideation and I was never quite ready, mm. I felt like, wow, there's so much I need to teach. Uh. It's so daunting. Uh. It's just going to be like... tedious. La. Tedious. And I'm like, I want to teach everything. It's going to be a fucking three-year course, you know, if I teach everything, you know. Yeah. But then when I woke up with that lightning bolts, eureka moment, 12 weeks, this is all we're going to teach because they're essentials. Everything else is just noise. It's almost like it's not you, huh? Somebody else yes, was that's channeling what, through. Correct. It felt like that, you know. So and now weird. I understand, like, for example, you know, some authors say that, like, even when um, the human design modality was being downloaded, right? Um, and then, like, conversations with God, right? The writer said that it was a, literally a download and then they just wrote profusely, right? Mm. It's like that for mm. four hours. And then after I brain dumped everything, I felt exhausted. <laughs> then I went to bed at 9 a.m. Then I slept like a baby. Oh my god! Right, and then when I was in that flow, in that in that in that phase, right, things manifested and happened very very quickly and very fast. And then, yes, science still delivered, no? And then my first batch of super coaches are just graduated um, yeah. last month, yeah. right? And it was so fast, and it was an itch. This is an act of the universe or something. So that is SCA. So that was the thing that I scratched this year that was quite surprising because when I was planning for this year, that wasn't on the cards and on the books. Mm, but I that was the plot it. twist. It was a plot twist. Um, I thought that was the plot you twist. Plot like. plot. <laughs> one of the plot twists, but the real plot twist is the other one. So... Um, moving forward, I want to continue scratching this itch because I did it the first round. I really felt like I had a lot of fun. Right. And this itch is still active. I still want to continue scratching it and I have more ideas and I want to do more. Mm. So that's what I'm going to do. And then wow. I think, yeah, so good, right? So good. And then I finally, after five years, scratched the itch of writing my book. Thank you for being my host and we yes. did a crazy party. Um, what else? Huh? The other, oh, the Lito Retreat mm. was also another itch. Oh, yeah. Right? It was so fun. And then, um, 
the song. We need to talk about the song. The song. Yes. <laughs> so um, initially we we're gonna do one entire episode about the song, but then I think maybe too indulgent. Bit, yeah. Yeah. So there must be a lesson behind it, right? So I thought, okay, actually the song actually falls in very very nicely with this creative like scratching and creative itch, right? Because is that essentially that's what we did now. To be clear, that each came from me and not Rebecca. Okay, <laughs> I I kind of like just kind of like forced the itch on her. Can you please scratch that with <laughs> me? <laughs> uh, actually, I love I love singing, mm. and I've always like dreamt of in a different universe, right? Mm. I'm a singer, mm. you know, and I and I go on the stage and I have an audience one who mm. will listen to me sing, mm. right? In in another universe where I can sing very well, mm. <laughs> You actually have a beautiful voice. Oh, thank you. Yes. But I can't sing very well. You know what I mean? Like mm, not professional. Yeah, singer like ab- above, maybe above average. Like not like not like Adele lah. Huh? No, not <laughs> uh, not even not like Cha Ban Sheng, right? Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like. Mm. Yeah, but then I love singing. Okay. I always wished I were a singer. Okay, so that in a way allowed you to scratch an itch lah, Correct. right? I mean, I didn't actively seek out like, oh, you know, like let's record a song, right? But when the idea came to you... It's an audacious thing yes. to do, right? Do you have fun or not? I have fun. Okay, what do you think about the song that we have created? Oh, it's a great song. It I think song, we did right? quite well. I also think so. Under, under this, these circum- circumstances. Yes, with very limited talent and resources. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we really gave it our all. Yes, we went know. all in. Yeah, and we went in with a lot of fear and trepidation. Yeah, but a lot of audacity <laughs> and a lot of fun and excitement as well, lah. You know, and like it was an fun. experience, lah, to Correct. be in the studio to see how this whole thing works. Yes, inner working. Yes. Yeah. So the entire process, actually, I think it took us about a year because we had to decide on the song. Yeah. Right, and then I. Of course, we had some missteps along the way. Yes, and then but we figured for, out for a lot. The way. Yeah, and then there were some parts where when we tried, oh, it was quite demoralizing. <laughs> when we hurt ourselves. Before we had professional help. Yeah, before we had James come in and really help us, right? James yeah, yeah. really was the one that breathed new soul and life into the project. Because so see guys, that's what happens when you work with a professional. Yes, like, and the right people. Correct, with a talent. Yeah, and he totally gets it, right? And he was also on board because, you know, he's a professional, right? It's like, Thanks for not judging us, right? Yeah, so we just like went to him and then we shared with him our vision and then we shared with him what very demoralizing <laughs> recordings we did. You know, it was so bad, so crap. We're like, you know, remember the WhatsApp, um, the chat group name? Please make us sound good. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, it was so amazing when we showed, uh, when we shared the, uh, like the, the first few takes that we did, right? The demo that was so demoralizing. When I heard it, I was like, fuck lah. I'm very ashamed. I'm very, very ashamed to actually show this. It cannot make it, right? And then when we shared it with him uh, with a lot of shame. <laughs> I shared the songs, the, the tracks with him with a lot of shame. He alchemized our shame. He was so fast, okay? He listened to it. He immediately diagnosed where were the problems, yeah. right? And then he just said, okay, uh, Rebecca, you sing this verse or whatever, right? Sing some verses. And then then you sing some verses of your favourite song. I need to catch your key. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he caught our key and then he realised that we are on such a different key, right? And then that was when he said, okay, this arrangement cannot work. Yeah. Because he, if, if it works for one person, the other one will be struggling. 
yeah. ，right？ So 你们打 match， that's why 每次我们在 podcast 唱歌的时候，我们每次都是走音的 ，right？ 我们合不了，因为我们的音不一样。That's why nobody believe that we can sing. Yeah. So then he said, okay, this is what we will do. We need to do a transition where we change the key. In the middle of the song, depending on the verses, right? And then the harmony also, you need to find how we harmonize, right? Yeah. Because there will be portions where, in the beginning, you realize the song, uh, Becky sang first, and then afterward, after that, it was me. But then at the end, how the second we half, merge? we came together with the different keys. Yeah. That is not easy at all. I tell you, ah, like harmonizing is so difficult because、mm. you're not actually singing in that key, right? Correct. It's a different、correct. one that sounds very foreign. Then it's always 跑调。我录了四十次哦，我一直跑调。Yeah, I I feel proud lah. Yes, managed to pull it off. Yeah, and then I had some very old school, old fashioned ways of singing. You know, so I think like Carrie and James don't, when they, they heard, help, they yeah, help they help. Like, correct don't、bit. sing like it's actually very nuanced. And then when they teach me the correct way to sing, that is cleaner, more uh timeless,、mm. not so song. You know, yeah. Wow, it's very difficult because I feel like it is um just the way I I have been singing, and it's very loud tau. Uh huh. You know, and it's very difficult to break. The, like Fei Yuqing, that kind, is it? Correct. Then I like the Douyin. You know, I like the Dou. <laughs> you know. Okay. Okay. 已经主动决裂，结果依然危险。If if left to your own devices, and then I said, 往往都是我。Do you remember? 个人先行。往往都是我。Can you can you dosh dosh? What is a dosh? Can you don't dosh? And I'm like, oh my god, very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So. That was very very fun. So thank God. Yeah. So I remember James really gave us new hope when he very quickly after he assessed our key, right? Then he very quickly strummed on the guitar. Remember?、Yeah. He strummed the guitar and he came back and then he say, "This is how it's gonna sound like." Okay, now sing. I think he just want us to. Uh, record a terrible song and then unleash it upon the world. Yes,、so、he's like, and cause misery. I better, better, <laughs> I better step in and make this right. Yeah, so he did, and then it took on like new, a new, uh, fresh, like. Search of energy,、yeah. and then we did the recording. Then yeah, and you know one thing that they said to me, right? Because my range is a bit low,、mm. right? But I had to sing quite high、mm. in this song, also because so that we can match, lah, right?、Mm, mm, mm, mm. Then I remember thinking, I cannot. I told them I cannot. Like my、mm. voice very low.、Mm. That is your T line. You thought yeah, that your、so、voice is low. I can't remember. Was it James or Carrie? Carrie. Yeah, she said like, don't think that you cannot. Carry. Think that you can. Carry say. Yeah. Yes. You, you can sing the note. Ah,、uh, you can.、Mm. If you think you can, you can. Yes. So I, I thought, okay, maybe I can. Maybe I can. Yeah. So, so can no. Can. So can auto tune. <laughs> no, but of course there was a lot of、uh, like post production as well. Kudos to James, right? And, uh. Because of technology now, you don't have to do one take. You know what I mean? Now you do forty takes, and then you take the best of all the forty takes. I mean, I'm talking about me, lah.、Huh? Rebecca didn't do that many takes, lah. I did forty takes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did quite a lot, so. But yeah, so we have the original version of the song. Yes. To play for you. Yes. So I want to talk a little bit about where the song came from.、Mm. Okay, a lot of people want to know, like, hey, who wrote the song? Where did it、yeah. come from? Yeah. Okay. So a little bit of the background. Okay. So yes, Happy is an original song. Okay, but neither of us wrote it.、Mm. This song was actually written almost twenty odd years ago.、Mm-mm. Okay, and last time I used to run this semi-professional theater group called the Small Theater, and every year we would put out this we would put out this big production. Yeah. So for that year, we came up with this production called Pink Fen Hong, right? And it was a very 
interesting theatre production. It's uh, very, very wacky, right? So when we marketed it, we marketed it as a showcase of 10 original songs. And this singer called Fen Hong, Pink, is going to come and sing. And this Pink is like, nobody knows where she came from, right? Except that when people came for the showcase, they... Why would people go if they don't know who she is? Because we were very good with our publicity. You know, we even had road shows. And but, wait, so you all showed her picture? Yes. And we marketed her it as was this her very friend famous... La. It was your friend. Yeah, Linda. She's called Linda. And then later, later you all hear her voice, right? And it's very strange because actually this was my, this was my final year project in university. Oh, so creative. Huh? Yes. And then it was like we did the advertising and the publicity for it. And we went yeah. all out. We were everywhere in the news and people believed it. Yeah. But this was during the Blair Witch Project era mm. where there were a lot of... Um, there's Ho a hoax. Yeah. Obsession with hoax and plot twists, right? Mm. So we did this for the theatre show as well. So people came to listen to her sing live, 10 songs. But, but halfway through the showcase, it turned into a horror slasher flick. <laughs> And weird things start to happen and that became a comedy. Uh, then it became a song and dance. So people kind of realise lah halfway. In the middle, that. they will realise something is a bit strange at first. Like, oh, then the lights will go off, then the mic will go off. Mm, then people go missing and things like that. Then later, we will, we will fabricate and uh, fake this like um, technical fault and then the show had to stop. Right. And then they will hear weird things and see weird things, flashes of weird things like that. So it was to spook people. It's quite fun, like. Did y'all do it du during ha Halloween? We didn't. We oh. didn't. But it was sold out. It was really good. And we even cut a CD. So this song, Her Pi, was one of the original <laughs> compositions <laughs> out of the 10 songs. You were already doing all these things. Yes, I was really scratching stupid each Being very then. extra already. Very extra. And why? Not because we think people want the extras. It's because I want the extra for myself. Yeah. <laughs> because it's fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when we were looking for a song... Um, and um, I kind of went back to this um, catalogue and then I've always liked this song Herpy out of the 10 songs that we had because I feel that it has a drive, you know, and it has an instant hook, I feel, the melody and I feel that it is a song that both Rebecca and I can sing. Mm. It's not too tough for us, you know, we can manage Within that song. Within the range of our ability. Correct. So this is the original track that we're going to share okay, with you. Please enjoy. Yes, and then we'll come back for more.
现，往往都是我一个人写心碎。如果没有爱情，我就未以为何必刻意去挽回。夜白天不变，我用回忆麻醉，允许时间彻底改变一切。世上你也会，何必遮掩？你悄悄哭过后的容颜，何必亏欠自己？何必觉得很丢脸？没有你，我可以同样学会找慰藉。下次见面，我会有心愿。何必亏欠？你会有最后流泪一面，何必忘却？过去回避不免，没有你我可以依然在变。下次见面我一定要你眼前。何必遮掩？何必哭过那憔悴的眼？何必亏欠自己？何必觉得很丢脸？没有你我同样可以得找到慰藉。下次见面我已有心愿。何必亏欠？悄悄哭过后的容颜，何必忘却过去？何必把淤青毁灭？没有你，我可以可以再变。下次见面，我一定要你眼线。下次见面，我一定要你眼线。何必？谢谢。Somebody want to leave already, huh? Yes, lah. Oh yeah, you know, very sad, lah. All the xiao mao's very sad. I'm very sad, lah. Lah. So if you're feeling sad, right,、mm-hmm. and you you miss my voice, uh huh. Then what should we do? Please listen to season three of the Lighto Podcast. Yes, Rebecca is going to be with us one last time for ten episodes in season three. And if you still can't get enough, you can listen to the last hundred episodes that we did. Yes. So we have many, many episodes for you to dig into. If you miss Rebecca, enjoy. Bye. Wow. 好听吗 It's very so. Wow. I cannot imagine that she did this live. Ah.、Uh. She did this live not, with only a. It's not an easy song to sing live.、Eh. Hmm. She actually sang a lot of songs. Yeah, a lot of lyrics. Eh. Correct. Correct. Very quiet. Then you see her, very, very, very out of breath. Yeah. And very quiet. So there was only a guitar and a pianist. That's it. Mm. And was sang sang live, and it was really nice, so fun. All the crazy things we used to do, all the creative itches we used to scratch. So so anyway, um, why now we're gonna talk about you、what? know creative itches, right? They are the good itches, right? And then they are like the bad itches also. <laughs> so today now you mean the fails, right? Yeah, the hilariously failed attempts at scratching out itches, right? So I'll go first, lah. Huh? Okay, I, come, I go come. first. Okay, let's do it. So I was looking at okay, maybe all itches that you scratch like might not come to like a very happy ending, right? And then I was like,、mm, what is it that I wanted to scratch? I kind of attempted, and then it was a major failure. It was my obsession with the idea of. Learning how to play the piano. Oh no! I have this romanticized vision of me knowing how to play the piano beautifully. Okay. And like, being able to express my emotions through <laughs> my amazing piano skills, and I feel like I will be able to entertain myself to no end if I know this skill. 
And then what happened? And then what happened was I was so excited and obsessed with the idea that I went out and I bought a beautiful, very expensive piano uh-huh. because I have this obsession with buying the best equipment yes, so that do. it gives me the motivation yeah. to do the thing. Except it flopped. Law. Why? It's too hard. Yeah. <laughs> of course it's hard. It's piano. Do you have lessons? I did. How many? Two. <laughs> and then you cannot. Yeah, and then I don't like all the notes, <laughs> the you know, the theory. I cannot do the theory. It's so, so what dry. Did, what do you learn? You only had two lessons. I learned some Christmas songs, Jingle Bells. <laughs> did, did you know how to read uh, okay. musical notation? So this is another thing, right? I used to learn... I used to be in Chinese orchestra when I was in secondary school. So mm. I can read notes. I used to oh, be able to read notes. Read notes okay. And I also played the organ very well huh? when I was 10 years old to 12. Huh? I, I knew how to play the organ. I went to school, right? The what? Kawaii Music School, yeah. right? At Thompson Yao Han, <laughs> I remember. And I was pretty good. It's right? the same thing, what? organ and piano. Yeah, but I, I forgot everything. And also, when I was learning the organ last time, I didn't... I didn't choose it for myself. It was my mom who forced me to learn it. And she was being the tiger mom, right? She was very, very fierce. She would use this ruler to hit my knuckles when I got a single note wrong. So it felt like a punishment and I really didn't want to learn it. Mm. I was forced. So I think my relationship with instruments is kind of like weird. (laughs) There's this love-hate thing. Yeah. So, I don't know why when I decided to do the piano, I really had to start from scratch because I purged everything out of my brain. Oh, even like where C is on the keyboard. My you chords, don't remember. Yeah, I cannot do the C chord, the G chord, F chord. So cannot. So weird. Cannot. Yeah. Mm. So, I had to learn and it was too tough and I felt... Mm. Then you gave up. No, then I just left the piano there and it became a furniture piece. <laughs> and wah, then, wah, yeah, wah. then I used it to put things <laughs> like a table. <laughs> then after that, I sold it long. Oh no. Then it's very strange because I feel like I still have this itch lurking somewhere. Do it, So, well, since I, you remember I was supposed to go on a sabbatical, right? And I wanted to. Oh, yeah, spend... you're supposed to go on a sabbatical. Yeah, what I... happened to your sabbatical? Because you, you, you tendered your resignation, ma. Then? So, all my plans are pao tang lo because... No, you can still do your sabbatical. No, because now I, got to, now I got to ideate and think about what's next. And I don't have the same thing to go on my sabbatical oh, already. Sh- oh, it, no. It's very different because sabbatical is like, wow, you know everything on a high. I've done a lot of work and then now I can chill. Oh, shit. I ruined your sabbatical. You changed my plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different each. But because of this resignation letter, uh-huh. after I processed everything, right? After the last episode, now we're talking about scratching itches already. Yeah. After you process the emotions, the itches will come more. So you got new itches already? Yeah. A lot. Oh, a lot. A lot. Because I remember I asked you last month, then you don't want to share. Maybe yeah, you will share in this episode. A lot. Is it? Maybe a little but bit. But I, I want to share my fail attempt. Fail. Come. Attempt. Also, music related. Oh my god! Which turned out to be an epic fail. Uh huh. Right? Uh-huh. Okay, because, okay, famous story, right? I think uh-huh. I shared before, but mm-hmm. I'll repeat again okay. for people who haven't heard it. So, when I graduated from JC, I was mm. about to go to university, mm. right? Um, we had like, what? Seven months, uh? I can't remember. During that period, one night I got on a cab. Okay. Oh, I remember the yeah. story. Yes. So my life was headed towards go to uni, study English lit, that kind of mm. NUS, NTU. Mm. But one night, before I went to uni, I got on a cab, a song played, mm. right? And it was Lu Chiao Ying's mm. Hao Xing Fen Shou, mm. right? I don't know what happened. Eh. So captivated. Something happened, mm. right? And it was like, also like lightning struck me at it. Mm. I was like, what the fuck is this song? Mm. Like, I fell in love with that song. Mm. 
And not only falling in love with that song, I fell in love with music overnight. Mm. Like before that, I didn't really listen to music. I mean, I like Sammy Chain. Mm. But I wasn't a music fan, mm. right? I was a fan of Sammy Chain, different. But overnight, I became like obsessed with music, mm. right? And then after that, I decided that I would work in the music industry no matter what. Mm. Yeah, I will go all in. <laughs> I will I won't go to NUS. I won't go to NTU. I'm gonna change about my, plans. About plan, change mm. my life direction mm. and I'm going to work in the music industry in Hong Kong. Very, wow. Very specific. Wow. So I told my parents and then I went to this private audio engineering school. Mm. Mm. And that was the start of my epic failure. <laughs> mm. You immediately found out that, oh my God, shit, or you no, actually No, I tried. went and I realised that, oh my God, I don't know anything about music, mm. right? But, okay, just try. Mm. In the end, I couldn't click with the people there, right? Mm. So, in the end, I went back to NU, NTU mm. to study English lead, right? Mm. But I still had that itch. Mm. I was like, no, I want to be in the Hong Kong music industry <laughs> before I turn 21. Oh my God. Yeah, I had that fire in me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So after one year at NTU, I left NTU. Okay. And I went to LaSalle mm. to study music technology. Okay. And in order to get into music tech, you have to go for audition. Okay. And I was so obsessed with music during that time, right? That I just went for the audition. Also. What were you supposed to do at the audition? I had to compose music. And you did? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. And? So during that period, right, I, I went to learn everything I could about music. Because when I was a kid, I didn't learn yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. So I started from zero. Okay. So I learned how to read notes, notation. And Do you still remember all those? I learned how to play the piano and guitar. Oh my god. On my own. Can you still? I'm still stuck at the level that I stopped at oh, that time. Oh, okay. Like, at least I, you can still remember. I now you mean now? Yeah. yeah. Like so I learned how to play chords and all that. Oh like really god. try to understand music on my own. Oh. Right? And then I managed to get past the audition. I wrote, <gasps> I wrote a song. Is, do you still have a recording of <laughs> no. the song or anything? Oh I, my god. No, I don't have it anymore. But I really tried my best and I got in. Wow! I got in, right? So you have to be really musical to be studying. Music. Or is it they couldn't meet the quota of the number of students <laughs> that year? <laughs> no, no, okay. I think I think it's because right, music technology is like audio production. Uh -huh. You don't really need to be a musician per se. Okay, okay. But it's helpful. But the thing is when I got into music technology mm -hmm. in La Salle, right? Mm -hmm. You realise that you have to study music one. Mm. It's not like just studying like production software and stuff. Mm. We had to study jazz theory. Oh my god. Okay, uh, for somebody who doesn't know musical notation at all, you have to study jazz theory. It means that you have to sit in a classroom. The teacher was Jeremy Montero. Okay. <laughs> and oh, he wow. would play a jazz chord and he would ask you, what chord is this? Oh my goodness. Then everybody's like, oh, it's just like what? It's easy for the rest. Of yeah, the yeah, people. correct. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's just... In their blood. In their blood, right? Yes. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? What's going on? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, shit. Okay. And then... Just didn't have the he aptitude. Will, he will play something and say, is this a minor chord or a major chord? Uh, I don't know. Like What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> I tried my best. La. At one point, I was able to like, okay, this is a minor chord, major chord. And then in class, right, they will say, okay, now you play the keyboard and you have to improvise and play music on the spot. <laughs> Oh my god, every day must be so anxiety <sighs> I tell you, I, I really like live on the edge of oh life. Oh my eh. god. So I also improvise. <laughs> <all. laughs> I play the keyboard long, uh -huh. I improvise, really got improvised. Uh, oh wow. Then after class, right, we will have like, you know, like people in La Salle, they hang out is, let's form a band. Yeah, let's jam. <laughs> let's jam. Yes. So they go to the band room and like play their instruments, right? Then my instrument is what? Guitar. I can mm -hmm. play some chords, right? Mm. 
also improvise ah, like so the drummer will play drums, then I'll play my guitar, rock, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. then I have to improvise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the while I'm thinking, what the fuck am I doing? Oh like, I don't know what is happening. You're like faking to faking it to yeah, make correct. it right. Faking to make it yeah, right. Yeah, then I just immerse yourself and going <laughs> along, but I don't know what the fuck you're doing I half the time. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, like I finally accepted that. How long did that last? I was in La for six months. But by th- by oh, that time, tried. by that time it was about two and a half years. Things didn't get better, is yeah, it? Yeah, two and a half months? years, three years since I had that encounter in the cab uh-huh. in the taxi right, uh-huh. where I fell in love with music. You finally two decided. and a half years later, I realized, oh my god, I'm really not musically talented because everybody around me who are musically like inclined, right? It just flows out of the music. Yeah, it's like fish to water. And right? they've been studying music since they were kids, yeah. right? Like yeah. I just I cannot. Mm. So so this was an epic fail for me, lah. You know, what, what do you think is the lesson there? It changed the course of my life. What do you think is the lesson what there? Lesson? You see, I never, I never um, doubt the power of a eureka moment, right? There must be some intelligence in there for it to strike you so strongly and intensely to the point you aborted your original right, plan to right, go to university, right. right? Then you did a U-turn, right? So what was the silver lining? But you see, you, you would think that it's a happy ending for stories <laughs> like this, right? That you, you know, you gave up everything and you did such a like... Some by the yeah. things, right? Then it should be a happy ending, like wow, you made it. This was something that you didn't expect, and you were in the zone, Correct. but it didn't happen, right? So, what do you think is the? So what I got was depression, anxiety, Ay, right? After going to so many schools, mm. and then I didn't end up with a degree. And you doubt yourself, yeah. Yeah. So in the end, I had to go to another school, which I also didn't complete. So my whole life was messed up mm. because of that. Oh, sh- that moment in the taxi, that that housing fun show, Lu Chaoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But it changed my life because right because I didn't have a degree, I thought, oh my god, shit, I mm. need to do something in my life. So I started a cafe. Mm, and that, that is was, a new age that and came. my life changed. Mm. Right? That the cafe was where I met Carrie mm. and Dia, right? Mm. And then oh, you're great friends right now. And then uh when I met them, yeah. I asked them, hey. Um, we just got to know each other. So I said, hey, do you all need a photographer to help you all do behind the scenes photos? Mm-hmm. And at that time, I wasn't trying to be a photographer. Oh, that time they already formed the band, is it? Yeah, correct. They oh, formed the okay, band. okay. Yeah, and then I thought, hey, I just want to, you know, like make friends with them. So I thought, hey, can I go and shoot some behind the scenes for you? Mm. Then that also planted the seed of me being becoming a photographer seven years later. You see how one each can lead to the next each, yes. right? So the um, cafe that each you scratch yes. that allow you to meet the two of them Correct. that gave you this other new creative each, which is why don't photography. I shoot photography for you? Yes, and that led you to become a photographer. Seven years later. Oh my god, this is crazy! Amazing, right? Yes. So it's all connected, right? It's all connected. Thank you, yeah, but it's like twists and turns yes. to get to where you are. You know, if I didn't scratch that itch, uh, mm. you know, after listening to Lu Chiaoying's song, I would have gone on to university. Uni- university. Yeah. I would never have started the cafe. Yeah. And, and do you think you'd still be a photographer? Who knows what would have happened. But I also believe that but there are many ways to, to get to that same point. If you're meant to be a photographer, Rebecca told photography, right? <laughs> you are, you need even if you went to university, you still were there, still right? yeah, you will still get there if it's meant to be. Right. Mm. But I did a lot of other epic fails though. When I Aww. went to NTU, right? Uh. I went to join Electronic Music Society. I went to work in a music studio. You know, you I, really love music. Yes, I did so many things. Mm. You know, I tried to write songs. Mm. I really gave it my all. You know. 
You know, they always say like, you have a passion, you give it yeah, your all, yeah. you will make it. But it just didn't work. Yeah, I gave it my all. <sighs> this is so painful. I fell flat on my face. This is so painful. But also so inspiring for people <laughs> listening. Right? Like, mm. I like the idea that it doesn't mean that if you scratch it, something will come out of it. Like, in the way I, you expect. Yes. But something will still come out of it. Correct. In ways that are very so unexpected. So don't doubt the process. Yes, just you know? if it's itchy, scratch, scratch it, it. Fucking scratch, scratch it. <laughs> Alright, so that was uh, us talking about the good, the bad, and the itchy. <laughs> the itchy backsides. Now... Okay, I got another itch yes, that I want to share. Yes, come. Right, so, come. I don't know why I had this idea. I wanted to be a new newspaper columnist. Oh, which you... For Zao Bao. Okay, and you did. So, right, mm. uh, I actually emailed Zao Bao. Mm. Um, and I asked them whether I can be a columnist for them. Mm, mm, mm. Right? And that was around the time when I when I started the cafe. Mm. And nobody replied me. Eh. Mm. Until three years later. Then suddenly I got an email from Zao Bao. Mm. And they said, Hi, I got an email from you three years ago. Oh my goodness. And it's a bit weird la, that I'm replying you now. But yeah. a columnist is leaving Zao Bao. Mm. Would you want to write for us? Oh my god, this is crazy ass. And, and I tell you the timing is amazing because right... Um, when they emailed me, I had just closed my cafe. Oh. And I needed something okay. in my life, okay. right? To move on. Like I needed to find a new creative direction. Mm-hmm. You imagine like I had nothing right, at that mm-hmm. time. Like mm-hmm. all I had was I started the cafe, but mm-hmm. I had no degree. I didn't know what else I could do with my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I got that invitation from Cao Pao. Mm-hmm. And then they emailed me to offer me this place to write a column. Mm-hmm. And I started writing for them every week. Mm. For almost, I can't remember how long. I think one year, one year or one and a half years. And then one day I got an email from uh, the boss of Old Chunky. Mm. And he wrote me and he asked me to shoot for him. <laughs> yeah, because I was already starting to explore photography at that time. Did your writing, uh, did f- photography, the photographs, visuals accompany your pieces? Yes, yes, yes. Ah. So my column got photos. Man. Ah, that's why. How can it do that? So I was trying to find a way to... Tell a better to story. Ta- no, no, to take flight as a creative. Ah. But I didn't know how. Okay. Right? So I okay. managed to get this columnist job. And then I... Then I put my photos in. Mm-hmm. And then so uh, the boss of Old Chunky emailed me and then we met up and wow. he gave me a job to shoot for Old Chunky. Wow. Shoot curry pox. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To I, shoot. I just had a curry pox today, an Old <laughs> oh, Chunky curry pox. Yes, <laughs> I love curry pox. Right, yeah, to oh. shoot some stuff for him. Right. And that also helped me in my journey. Hey, I suddenly remember this other thing that you did which was you. I think you just randomly emailed a magazine photography is it GQ or is it Monaco? Monaco, Monaco. Yeah. Yes. That's also a creative itch. What I feel it like is this all... itch and calling to write an email. Yes. So like I was, I constantly was trying to scratch this itch, this creative itch. Right. Like where am I going? Yeah. Right. After I closed my cafe, yeah. I was like, I need to find something. Right. I don't mm. know. I need to do something in this world. Right. Like, I, firstly, I need to make a living, mm. but it needs to be something creative. Right. Mm. So I tried to do the writing thing for Zao Pao. You mm. know, I then. Actually, I was also doing a radio show for 100.3 FM. Mm. It was also an itch that... That's got to do with the music itch. Correct. Right? Yeah. I think slowly, I realised that I want to do photography. Right? So, to scratch the itch of photography, I need to shoot for someone, right? Yes. Like, I need to get jobs, right? Yes. So, my dream at that time was to shoot for Monocle magazine. Wow, you straight away just hit the biggest rating. Because I remember I went to Kino and I was like, at that time, La Monocle was like, wow, yeah, holy grail. The magazine. The magazine to Correct. shoot for. I was like, 
Yeah. I just had this firm belief that I can shoot for them. I like I believe you in my abilities. It. Yeah, I tell you, it's even a though I wasn't great, lah, right? But I believe I can shoot for them. So then I was thinking, how do I shoot for Monaco? How? Yeah. How do I get one foot in the door? <laughs> so a brilliant idea came to me, which mm-hmm. is just email them. <laughs> So simple. So I bought so the direct. magazine and yes. I find the email address yeah. and I emailed Monaco. So simple. And I wasn't a photographer yet. Huh? So I emailed them. Wow. Wasn't a photographer yet and emailed Monaco for a job. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be I want to shoot I mean, for you. Barely, like, it's barely so funny. Started. It's I so mean, audacious also. No, I love it. I already started a personal project. So I right. got a portfolio. Right. La, right. And you were shooting for block shops. Block shop. <laughs> 100, okay. 100 photos a day, that kind. For five dollars. <laughs> no, no, no. Hundred plus dollars. But anyway. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then? So I emailed Monaco. Mm. And uh, an even better thing happened mm. than being able to shoot for Monaco. Mm. So Monaco replied me and they said, oh, you know, like email this other person lah. You know, maybe they can help you. So I emailed this other person that they gave me mm. address for. And then I received an email from the parent company of Monaco. Mm. And they actually gave me a job to shoot one of their uh, commercial, commercial jobs. Mm which is like pays 10 times more than Monaco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I, that started my, I mean, that was one of the th- earliest jobs that I got that started my photography. This is so amazing. Career. Like, yeah. And of course, I got to shoot for Monaco after that. You did. But which made me realise that, oh my God, shooting for magazine, you earn 10 times less than if you shoot commercial jobs. Ah. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know. Ma. I yeah. thought, wow, you know, so happening, shoot for Monaco. Yeah, 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 yeah. So a lot of, yeah, it was really like all these little things. Little things. Little scratches that led yeah. to the fulfillment of what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, right. and, and, and beyond creative itches that you're scratching, right? I just feel this, that day when you decided to go to Kinokuniya, uh-huh. and then you saw Monocle and then you got that email, there must have been an itch also to say, let's go to Kinokuniya. Mm. You know, it's like all these minute little pings and itches, you know. I'm not even talking about an itch to do a big creative project. Yes. Itches are happening all the time. And sometimes it- you can have that itch to maybe just want to go to this particular cafe for no rhyme or reason. But you just trust that yeah. and you go. Maybe while you're in line, you overhear a conversation, okay, from two strangers that inspire you to do something that you've never thought about. Yeah. You know, this kind of creative itches. Correct. I fucking love it. Crazy, right? It is crazy. About. It yeah. is crazy. So do not think that, you know, life on earth is mm. just science, maths, like rules and logic. It's mm. there's something in the air, you know, like mm. it's energy. Mm. And if there's an itch, it could be the universe. I feel that it is a GPS system. It is a compass. Yeah, it is yeah, a wayfinder yeah. actually. Correct, responding correct, correct. to that itch. And not try and assess it from a logical monkey brain point of view. Yes. Like, oh, how is this going to mm, make me money? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or, or what has this got to do with me? Why am I going in this direction? You don't know. Yes. Yes. I love it. Thank you wow. so much for... Yeah. So I want to talk about like different kinds of itches. You know, we talk about a fleeting itch versus a perpetual persistent itch, right? Mm. I also want to talk about collaborative scratching. Oh, okay. Right? This is the magic that happens when two or more creative minds come together. Like Rebecca and I, we came together to create the Lito podcast. You look at the combustion effect. Mm. Right? And Rebecca always say, yeah, now that I'm quitting, you can do it alone one night. Of course <laughs> I can. But yeah. I just feel that when two creative minds come together to scratch an each, the energy is very different. Mm. Right? So collaborative scratches, scratching is something that you can explore and look into. Yeah. I also want to talk about 
the million dollar itch. Wow, what is that? Okay, so I have I have a goal of making a million dollars, right, in my coaching business, right? Mm. And I have the itch, right, of like um, wanting to become a life coach, right? Even though a lot of people back then didn't know what a life coach is, I didn't even know I didn't even know how it's going to make me money more than my <laughs> other businesses and the business that I eventually sold. Right? How am I supposed to, as a life coach, make more money than that? I didn't you know. You couldn't see it. I didn't care. La. I didn't care because oh, I was like, care. yeah, because I'm a rebel, right? And I know that the modality really is to just, if it's itchy, scratch it. If it's fun, do it. If you want to do it, do it. It doesn't have to make sense, right? Right. So scratching the right creative itches can actually lead not only to personal fulfillment, but also financial success. This is what I call the million dollar itch. So my life coaching practice now, I've made a million dollars. Yes, life coaching, right? And then my next audacious goal is to have a million dollar day. <laughs> huh? That means million when I launch day. that means when I launched a program, I make a fucking million dollars. Because with SCA I made four hundred over thousand. And that's one program, right? Right. Yeah. So my audacious goal now is to scratch an itch and I have a million dollar day. That's in one day I sell pump. But why dollars. why do you have the goal of million dollar? It just feels like something that I feel is out of my comfort zone. So it's an itch also. Like, it's an you. itch and also like it's just fun because it is almost like an impossible goal. It feels like a very big goal. Mm. Impossible but also possible. So I just have this number thing like one million dollar itch that I'm going to scratch. Wow. Yeah, because okay. and, and I'm not saying this to like bowls or whatever, right? I'm saying this that be careful and mindful about an itch that you scratch that you think might not lead you anywhere but if you scratch the right creative itch it can be actually a million dollar itch that you're scratching and you don't even know it right you know when i started to say i wanted to be a life coach i didn't say this is going to make me a million dollars no nobody in the right mind will actually think of being a becoming a life coach if they want to make a million dollars right yeah. you will want to be a dentist a doctor a lawyer or whatever right? right or run your own business or you know go cryptocurrency or whatever right but I would say I wanted to do it the hard way. I wanted to be a life coach. Right. But see? But the thing is, I have no doubt that you'll be able to do that. Right? You don't also, right? I have no doubt. Right? It's like <laughs> it's, it's, coming. it's like a done deal. Like, it's like, it's oh, a it's done just deal. Happen. It's just like when you look at Monocle and say, oh, one day I'm going to shoot for them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's for that me, kind of same feeling. Yeah, it's a done deal. It's already done. I just have to wait for reality to catch up to it. Wow. Somewhere in the timeline is already occurred. So your monocle is also like that, right? Right. You, there's this sense of assuredness and knowing, a deep knowing. Correct. Somehow you just know. And because you see, if you look at it, right, you were not even a real photographer yet, mm. although you had some jobs. But the gap from where you were to where you want to be is fucking huge. Mm. But then you had the audacity to say, oh, let's just look at the email and just drop them the email more. Why? Because that is powered by a deep knowing. Yeah. Yes. It's very strange, this photography thing. Yes. I, I just knew. Mm. Even though I wasn't good at the beginning, mm. I just knew that if I want this, right, I can get it. Mm. Yeah. Hey, but you I know didn't know what I was getting. Eh. Hey, when, when, when you were going down the exploration of photography, right, that yeah. journey, right, did you at any point think that the music experience, you know, that journey with music is going to happen again in photography? No. That is the strange thing. Yeah. No. No. I had... Faith in my abilities. Even though you knew nothing about it. Even though I was not... And you didn't even own a camera. You had to borrow it or something, right? I, correct. My first job, I didn't even use you my see? own camera. This is so strange. It's very weird. It's very weird. Perhaps we are all on earth and there's something that we have to do. Mm. And, you know, like if we follow the compass, we'll get there and it'll mm. be effortless and mm. all that. So now that I'm in this next phase of my career, right? Mm. So I've been spending the last 10 years mm. scratching the itch of becoming a photographer who can... Um, 
support herself mm. by doing photography, mm. right? In mm. a financial way, right? Mm. But now I'm in the next stage of my life where I want to scratch the itch of doing photography as an artistic practice. Mm. Right? Because I think that I can go deeper mm. and I think that I can contribute to the world more, mm. you know, if I do my photography as an artistic practice. Mm. Right? And I, I have a similar sense of like knowing that this, this is going to happen. Mm. And like, this is what I'm meant to be doing. I don't have a... Clear, clear idea, idea at, yeah. how. Just trust the process. Right, but I know that um, I'm going to take this next step and it's going to lead me somewhere. Mm. Yeah, and it's already happening now, you know, like I can see things falling into place. Mm. Yeah. So talk about the talk new about scratches, upcoming scratches that you're um, working on. Oh, like, okay. You know, you talk about the book, right? Okay, so I have a Leica exhibition. <laughs> so okay, proud of you. Okay, tell us, Leica. tell us what's happening. I don't know I don't when know. this episode is going out. Maybe it's going to be. When yeah. is that? When is Leica thing? Uh, November, November, eight, eighteen. Oh, no, it's gone. Okay, so yeah. I had an exhibition. We're <laughs> 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 scrubbing timelines here. Right, uh. and also you know it came out of nowhere. Yes. You know when I decided that okay, I'm gonna go all in. Yes. With pursuing my practice. Uh, as a photo- as an artist yes, photographer, yes, right? Yes. And I got an email from Leica and then they mm. said, Hey, would you want to as in like we want to feature your work? Mm. And you'll be one of five or six women photographers. So proud of featured you. Featured in this exhibition. Yay. Right? And I get to show my own work. Yay. Right. It's not mm. commercial work. Mm-hmm. I don't have a client and then I create something for them. Mm. Right. Uh and then okay, what's the timeline? I'm very confused. Uh, November. I then went to Paris. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, at this point of recording, she's about to leave in a couple of days. Correct. Correct. I'm gonna yes. go to Paris uh, on Saturday. Yes. And I'm going to do what? To study. Mm. Be a student. Study what? Photography. <laughs> right. So from from who? Ma- from a master photographer. Wow. Okay. Um. And so this photographer, he started a group chat. So that all his all the students for the upcoming workshop can get to know each other and then mm. some of the admin stuff. Mm. Then we all send in our portfolios. Ah. Okay, so about 15 I of went them, in right? thinking like, yeah, you know, like just yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. But I was like, oh my god. I was like, oh my god, like everybody's mm. really good after looking mm. at their portfolios. But are their works very different from yours? Different. Very different. different. Everyone is different. Oh. But everyone is good. They are not like beginner photographers. Mm. They have a point of view, mm. right? They have individuality. Wow. So I feel very challenged and I really look forward, forward to being challenged. Wow. Yeah. And how long is this thing that uh, you're doing? It's six days. Okay. Six intense days. Very we'll be intense. shooting every day yeah. on the streets of Paris. Mm. Uh, every day we have to present our work to our classmates. Uh. Mm. And of course our, our teacher. Mm. Yeah. I love that about and the teacher, you know. It means that the right people are attracted to him. Like people like you oh. with established yes, 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 knowledge yes. and, you know, quality of work. Yeah. And that's why when you look at all their portfolios, you go like, oh my God. Yes. They're all really, really amazing. Yeah, I'm sorry to say, okay, because many years ago I went for a lighting workshop yeah. before. And? And I was very shocked by the standard of Is there, is there the a, like a, a qualification process of who can come and learn No, from there you? is no... Oh, but then yeah. all happened to be so good. You mean now? Huh? No, I mean the student's going to study from your, the master in Paris. Oh, that's why like you say, like, I think he attracts yes. a certain kind of Correct. students. Huh? Mm. Yeah, because the quality of work his his work is so good, mm. right? He's a magnum photographer. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, he shoots. He has shot like war, war uh, stuff, mm. and 
He's a street photographer also. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way he shoots street, it feels like art, right? Like mm. fine art. Mm. Right? It's a very particular point of view. Mm. So what, yeah. what do you f- wish to get out of this uh, experience. learning experience in Paris? I want to deepen my, my understanding as a photographer. Okay. Right? But the thing is, as a photographer, right, to, to master your art, you can't just think about it. You have to do. You have to go out and shoot. Mm. It's a very physical kind of endeavour. Mm. Right? So I'm looking forward to being in on the field. Mm. Yeah, and physically. Uh, okay, like for me, like street photography, like being on the streets is like being having a blank canvas. Mm. That's always been how I create, right? Mm. And it's very interesting long to 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 see what's happening and then to kind of like use my camera as a frame mm. to create art out of it. Mm. Right? And and every moment is different. Mm. You have to be on your feet, you have to think fast, mm. you have to improvise. Mm. I love that challenge. So going and into this, how are you feeling about it? Do you feel um any anxiety um out of your comfort zone? To to this workshop is yeah. it? Uh, I just feel excited. Excited. I feel excited to and be challenged. forced out of my comfort zone. Okay. Like, and I feel excited to grow. Mm, I love it. I think for me at this stage, it's, it's just I feel like I have a lot of potential <laughs> on yeah. self say. Yeah. I feel there's a lot of potential energy in me that hasn't been released. Mm. I have just been spending the last 10 years earning money. Mm. <laughs> mm. Right? right? And I had enough of that. Mm. You're that, ready for the evolution. Yeah, not that I had enough of earning money. It's yeah. not that. Yeah. But I need to grow long you know, beyond that. You know, like you play the Pokemon, right? Or those games, right? They will have level, level, right? From zero and then to 50, right? Then when you reach maximum 50, you what cannot happens? grow anymore, right? Is then it? you got to evolve into the next form. Oh, is it? You evolve into the next form. Then, yeah, you still start from level zero or one. And oh. then you, yeah, it's like that. Then you change class. You know, oh. that kind. Okay, I never play Pokemon, so I don't know. I don't know if it's like that. I also don't play Pokemon. Like, anyhow, say, but I play enough <laughs> games to know that there is that kind. That means you will max out the level for that form. And right, then you got to kind right. of evolve the per- version 2.0. Right. Then you start from level 1. Okay. That's ah, how I feel now. I, correct. And I think I had a lot of fear before this. Mm. Right. I had a lot of fear of like, I think stability. I wanted that financial stability mm. and the freedom. Mm. Like, I almost like feel like I was so comfortable in that. Mm. You know, like, wow, God, you know, like you uh, commercial shoes, earn money, you get to travel. Mm. And oh, maybe you got some free time you can shoot. But I realized that I can't, it wasn't growing, mm. right? Because my focus was still on financial freedom. Mm. But then now you have stability that allows you to be free to go and explore. And, yeah, and so learn and in a way, that stage was very necessary. Of course, it's a sequencing. Yes. Correct, yeah, so because I your nervous system will not feel safe and secure enough to do mm. the exploration. You will not be ready for that. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. Mm. And it will block how much you take out of the experience also. Yeah. Because you'll be like, half your nervous system is worried about the paycheck or the payment or the money or the stability. Yeah, You yeah, won't be yeah. able to immerse fully, right? Correct. Mm. So I think I was very lucky last year because mm. I don't know, you see, it's the universe working in amazing ways. It's, right? it's prepping you and preparing you. client and then yes. we did a great you know, yes. year long, very year hot long. La, very hot la, not right? Very, not very hot, yeah. but it's good enough for very me to hot. feel like, okay, <laughs> in the next year, I can spend time yeah. really pursuing and going all in. Yeah, I'm so excited for you. Yeah. And and just to give a little bit of context, right? Like, how is this related to, there's a kind of relation as well for Rebecca to kind of 
say that she wants out of the Lito um, business and the project and the podcast because then it clears space for her to really go into this next evolution and space. That is actually necessary. That's part of the work. So I think as yeah. creatives, we do need to know what we are willing to sacrifice for in mm. order to get closer to what is it that we want. There's always a trade-off and a cost. And sometimes that cost is not about letting go of things that are bad. Sometimes it's as easy as that. Like, oh, this no longer works for me or what is bad. I want yep. to cut it out. But like for her, for Rebecca, I think for her to really uh, um, meet that growing desire and yearning to evolve to the next level as a photographer, as an artist, it requires her to make some changes and let go of certain things. And one of the things that she has to... To, in order to carve out space is to say, okay, you know, I think my soul contract with Elito is up, mm. okay? It's not about things not working or there's a misalignment, but there's something else I want to explore now and I need that space, you know? Otherwise, it's very half-fucked, right? It is. <laughs> like, I always say one butt chick in and one butt chick out. Yeah. Right? I think that feeling of like, you're going all in. is like, very that nice. gives you the energy. I, I love it. And it I know how it feels. You. That's why I'm so excited for you. Right. And because I want you are you going all in with Lito, I'm, right? I'm also like that, yeah. right? Yeah. I love it. So any other new itches on the horizon? New itches? I got a lot. Like, actually, I really want to write a book. Okay, I mean, photo book is photo book, right? Mm. But then like, book, you writing should. a you book. You are a great writer. Really? Yes. I think you write like, better than me. Marginally. Different. different. <laughs> <laughs> but better. Wow. Still better. Wow, wow. Marginally. Marg because I'm also a very good writer. You, you are a very good writer. Yeah. Yes. But I think you write better than me. Marginally. Yes. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know about that, but I... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm saying maybe you are better than me. No, 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 no. I think you write better than me marginally. I think I'm a very good writer. Right. But Rebecca writes. It's just something about your writing that is... Really? Uh? Yes. I'm so very that's happy why... to hear that because I know not everybody thinks that way. No, but... I think you must write a book. Okay. And then you must do a photo book. Oh my God, you're It's all books. Okay, I'll change your name. Okay, okay. But a lot of people like, will ask me, huh, then you want to write books about what? Yeah, so what? Right? Do you know? Like, they always think, oh, it's write fiction, right? Mm. If not, it's what? But I feel that Books can be about a lot of different things. It can be anything. It can be about walking. Yes. It can be about breathing, mm -hmm. right? It can be about a place, a city, a country. It can be about bookshops, whatever, right? Yes. I think books are like a container mm. for your enthusiasm, mm. right? Anything that you're enthusiastic mm. about. Mm. So these are the kind of things, books that I want to write. Okay. Do you think that at this point, you see it as a series of books, like many different books, like different containers, or is that just one epic book that you're going to write? No, I'll write many books. Oh, okay. But I don't know whether it'll be epic fail again. <laughs> <laughs> Because I have this vision in my head of being a writer. You right? won't know until you do it. La. Come on, like, right, right. Right. we always, yeah. yeah, like my piano is like that. You won't know until you get a piano and you realize, you know what, it's too much effort. Like, <laughs> like in your head, you have this imagination of yourself doing recital, right? Is it? Yes. And then we go for your show, yes. like your, your, your recital. Yes. Yeah, but you don't know until you try, so you got to continue. Oh my God, I really want to play Jingle Bells for y'all. <laughs> But a very like advanced version of Jingle Bells, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Very complex one, you know. Then you go like, oh my god, Jingle right. Bells two hands can on. sound like that, and with my legs as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, then how your mom has more itches? Oh, I just What about you? Me, I have a lot. So that's why I'm asking you. Okay, for okay, me, you, right? You see the next one. Okay, next one is um the new itch that I'm gonna scratch is Lito 2.0. Right? Wow. Like the Xian Yu Xia fan. Tell us, tell us, tell us. What is like well, 2.0? It's still frothing. It's Lie 2.0. Yes, Lie 2.0, right? Like, lie 2.0. No, I like, still like Tola. So I've thought about it. I'm still going to keep the Lito branding. I think that. Yeah, of course. Ah. Yeah, right? It's not like because Lito. Uh, 
uh, Rebecca Toh is gone, then it's going to be something else, right? So it's like Toh, but it's going to be version 2.0. And this came as a response to Rebecca leaving and I feel called to think about what do I want it to be moving forward without Rebecca, right? It ha- It is different already. Is it different? It is, of course. It is different. And it cannot be like... Um, I feel that it cannot be... Um, if it cannot feel like something is missing because because you are going away, it will feel like if we continue to keep things as they are, something is missing. Oh, yeah. Right? So it cannot be sono mama, because they will feel and I will feel. And that's that, not you also. Yes. I know you don't do things that way. Correct. And then I will feel like something is missing and it's not the same. I don't want to like feel like that, you know, it's very right. So I'm thinking, okay, evolution ma, right? What is the next stage? What can we do that we are not doing right now that is bigger than me, mm. right? And how can I kind of take this thing and tai chi, you know, like tai chi and then inform the next version of Lito? I'm very curious. Yes. So just know that there will be a Lito 2.0. What? what is <laughs> Who is going to take my place? <laughs> in, in due time. People auditioning already, right? A lot. A lot of people kind a of already lot. wrote and say that then if you need a voice, you Whoa, know, I'm going to do this. Yeah. But it's not just Who are be, these people? Yeah. Chong Shi Chao Lai, I'm going to go to the next one. I'm so fun. So near. You do it in the voice. Wow. Hey, I forgot. Later, I saw through again. Wait, let me think. So Sorry, Ling Mei Chao. No, really, you have to go. Oh my god, hilarious. Yes. So, um, it's not just about a podcast. It is almost an entire change. (gasps) What? It's a tectonic and energetic tectonic shift in the way I'm going to move forward. Um, What is happening? What is happening? So, like, 2.0. Okay. And I can't share a lot because I'm still finessing. Okay. It's not like I'm trying to make one a bit of my one also. But really, there's a lot of thought work and hard work now. But Kenji is going to be the next host. He's going to be the next host. He's going to be the next host. Then, of course... We'll start a current affairs uh, podcast, podcast for him in Chinese. Yes. Oh, then he can do very well. Correct. He can like... Correct. Yes. Then the next one is the next Lito retreat. Oh, yes. Okay. okay. And hopefully, Becky can come and join us. Yes. And be our amazing resident portraiture photographer. Yes. After she she Shenhua into a new level now, after go to the, oh. learn from the Parisian master. Parisian right. Master. So, um, the next Lito retreat is... Uh, okay. So, we had um kind of a slam dunk with the first retreat mm. it was so successful it was so magical and so transformative and it checked all the fucking boxes that we wanted to the point we go like the retreat is such a powerful container and experience we have to do it again mm. so it's going to be an annual thing but next year instead of kind of rehashing and repeating the winter experience in Finland we're going to do Finland but more like an autumn program so it will be in September still finessing and putting things together uh, that's another Okay. Each I'm going to scratch. Then uh, I'm working on the audio book of the oh. book that I've written. Other people can be whoever the fuck they want to be because it's sold out. Right. And then I don't want to reprint. I right. just want to do a new version, audio book with new chapters. And then another audacious itch that I'm still scratching and exploring is to is. build the Boutique Sanctuary Hotel in Lapland. That one, that is a massive itch. a big itch. one. Very big. Also don't know how the fuck it's going to happen, but... 
the pieces are coming together. Like now we already know where we're going to build. We have the land and, you know, we are talking to the right people. We're onboarding more and more people that really are interested in being involved. Mm. So that's that. So these are the itches. Mm-hmm. So yeah. actually, 2024 is already a plan out. And the SEA is going to come again, you know. Um, yes, very exciting. Wow. Yes. You're so busy. Very, very. But busy doing things that light me up. Wow. So yeah. nice. Mm. So before we go, um, okay. I have a kind of like some like a challenge or homework for those of you listening. So we've been talking a lot about scratching our itches, right? Then what about you, right? If oh, let's yes, say, please. Yeah, if let's say you are someone who has no itches now and you're saying, hey, no, then you talk about itches, but I have no itch, leh. I don't know what to scratch. Leh. There's nothing that really excites me. Leh. Okay. So my advice to you is a change in environment or a little bit of lux can actually help stimulate the senses in new ways, right? So I like thinking retreats. I like removing myself from Singapore, going somewhere to meet new sites, experience new sites, new scents, new smell, new food, new people, new connections, that it will kind of jolt my nervous system. And sometimes you draw inspiration from the things that surprise you, mm. right? Or even the scent of a rare flower or the, sign of a fo- or, or the sound of a foreign language. You know, all this can actually help... Um, stimulate ideas for you, okay? And might be able to create itches for you to scratch. And um, what you can do is, for those of you who actually have a lot of ideas frothing right now, okay, what you can do is you can jot down your itches for a week. So whatever itches that comes up, any ideas, you just write it down. Mm-hmm. Okay, all the itches. Uh, then remember the parking lot analogy. Uh, you can have a lot of itches. You don't have to scratch them all at the same time, okay? After you have jotted them down for a week, stop, look at the list, pick one. Pick one, one. That, uh, one that excites you the most, okay? Wh- whatever is fun, fast and easy, a low-hanging fruit, whatever, okay? Pick one, act on it, no matter how big or small it is. As long as it's an itch, scratch it. Mm. Yeah. Okay? That's Highly it. Highly recommend. Yes. Life <sighs> is so exciting. Yes. Life is so itchy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so remember... many things to scratch. Remember that every creative itch, right, is actually a whisper from our soul urging us to paint our unique mark on the canvas of the world, okay? So whether you're scratching, sketching a dream, penning a melody, okay? Going to upgrade your photography skills, mm. learning from masters, conjuring a business plan, embrace that itch with both arms and let your passion shine, mm. okay? So here's to, and cheers to scratching those vibrant, wild and wonderful itches and keep your spirits high, your ideas flowing and your heart forever curious and from me and Rebecca to you all sending you heaps of energy and love your way and remember the itch to create is a gift okay it is a natural thing that's baked into our DNA as humans it's what sets us apart and adds colour innovation and beauty to the world right Mm. wow and I think if you always ask the question like what am I on earth for right Mm. I think I suspect if we follow our gut and we follow this scratcher uh, this itches right I think, and, and, and embark on this adventure, I think you'll find some answers. Definitely. You will. Yes. Otherwise, you will die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you would have lived like a long or short, I don't know, mm. but a very bland life. Yeah. Right? Mm. Yeah. So scratch those itches. Yes. Stay and fabulous. Share with us also. La. I mm. would love to find out, you know. What, what are the itches that you're scratching right now, yeah. this season? Correct. Right? 
Yeah. And if you have any failed attempts, hilarious failed attempts <laughs> of some itches that didn't really turn out the way you expected, also can share with us. Yes. I think we need more stories like that because it will encourage everybody to just don't think too much. If an itch just scratch it, what's the worst thing that can happen? At yeah. least you tried. Correct. So let's redefine failure. Don't mm-hmm. think of it as failure. No, it's not. Right. It's data points, right? Yes. It's like, you know what? It's learning. You know what? Okay, if you have an itch, right? You scratch, right? That's all it matters because it's pleasurable. Mm. That's the reward. Mm. It, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that you have to like become anything or any like no. like make a million dollars or whatever. No, no, None no. of those expectations. It doesn't right? lead, need to lead to anything. Yes, the scratching in and off itself is the reward. Yeah, like like with skateboarding, right? Like mm. there is no end goal. I'm not gonna, gonna become like a I don't know Tony Hawk. No, yeah. <laughs> Like, just the feeling of being on the board is mm. enough for me. Mm. 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 Okay, la. So, la. we're going to end off this episode yes. with um, our... <laughs> with our itchy song, itchy backside song. With our very epic song. Yes, it's, it's not an, epic. It's not an epic failure. Yes. Thank God. It turned out so good. I'm so in love with what we created. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's so in love until he made like 10 remixes. Yeah, I, I just kept doing remixes and remixes and remixes. So like, this is one of the remixes. Yes, actually. this is one of the best remixes I feel. And it's like a like kind of like a dance mix of our herpy song. And the name of the remix is remix is Neon Nights remix. Mm. Okay. So oh, this I will like that name. Neon Nights. Yeah, because it sounds very like disco 80s, you know. And uh, it, it's kind of like um yeah, it has this drive, it's fun, it's camp, right? And it embodies the spirit of scratching and itch. Yes. So stay fabulous and keep creating magic and enjoy. Enjoy. Bye. Bye.
觉得很丢脸。Yeah.